The headline will be Kevin Durant says Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are by far better than LeBron James. But in the actual interview with Sham Shannara, what Durant actually said was Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant and Kyrie Irving, they stand out the most on film. He was talking about their style, their footwork and how they move and the different skill sets each had. Durant went on to say, just the way they move. I don't understand why people don't realize why they're se- what they're seeing in these three, especially Jordan and Kobe. Kyrie is younger than me, and that's one of my best friends. So I watch his stuff. I get to play with Steph every day, so I know his game inside and out. But watching Kobe and Mike, I'm like, how do you not realize how good these dudes are? How do you not say they're by far better than anybody who's played the game? Just by the way they move, just by how fluid they are. A lot of times we always say we want athletes to give their true opinions, to be authentic. What Durant is just giving you is his true opinion. Whether or not you agree with what he's saying, he's giving you his honest opinion. Much like years ago when Kobe Bryant said, The toughest cover for him by far was guarding Carmelo Anthony when Carmelo was in his prime. He said that was the toughest cover for him. And I believe that that's for Kobe. That's how he saw it. He matched up with all the NBA greats. But he said the guy that gave him the most problems in an individual matchup was Melo. I know a lot of people are going to say this is Durant trying to throw shade at LeBron Um, And this goes a little bit further. If you go back to what he said about a week ago when he said that playing with LeBron is difficult for a lot of players, a lot of star caliber players, which is a factual thing. Whether or not you thought he was being jealous, some people use the term he's hating. It's not easy being in that shadow. It's not. And that's not just LeBron. Magic Johnson was an inclusive star, but he also came into a situation where. Jamal Wilkes and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were already there. They added other guys who were stars, but never as big as Magic to where he eclipsed them. Michael Jordan, though, much like LeBron, he eclipsed people. Now, he didn't go to different teams uh, until he retired and came out of retirement. That's a much longer story. But in his prime, during his run as a Chicago Bulls great, the secondary or the or the number two option was Scottie Pippen. And Pippen was a great player. But in Michael Jordan's shadow is where Pippen rests most of the time. Even as great as Pippen was, Jordan cast that big of, a bigger shadow on and off the court. Well, the same applies to LeBron. But going back to this article, I just think that it shows that Durant himself is kind of a student of the game. Durant says... He watches a lot of video on Kobe and Michael Jordan and looks at their footwork. He also says that he sh- he shows video to a lot of people of Michael Jordan when they come over. He added, I can't do what MJ does. I can't palm the ball. I wish I could. The pump fake, the half spin, the fadeaway like Kobe. I can't do that. Or the crossover like Ky- Kyrie. I can't do that, but I can try. I can do it in my version, do it in a way it keeps me creative in my excitement level for the game. He also added everybody that comes to my house, whether it's friends or family, I make them watch Jordan highlights. This is the equivalent to Albert F. Einstein or Ludwig Beethoven 
or Barack Obama. I don't know where he's going with that. But okay, Katie. He also said this is the greatest talent in athletes minds of the world. Just because they play sports, people think one way, but they're masters, they're geniuses. I just started realizing that a few years ago, watching these guys can really spark my creativity. He also added that he watches film on former Bucks great Sidney Moncrief and New York Knicks great Bernard King and Stefan Marbury. Again, if you disagree with his opinion, that's okay. But I think it's a reach to say that he's hating on LeBron. He has given his opinion on who comes across better on film in terms of their footwork and their skill sets. This isn't to say that any of those guys or all of those guys are greater than LeBron. That's just his opinion in terms of what they bring to the table. Or maybe what he's basically saying is Kobe and Jordan with their footwork, with their basketball IQ, how they saw the game, knowing when to attack, when to take over, those kind of things. I think Durant admires that. But this isn't a hate fest on LeBron James. This is just Kevin Durant in an interview giving his opinion. And remember, at the very top, what he said, Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Kyrie stand out the most on film. Something to think about before you go to those crazy headlines where it says, Durant hates LeBron, picks Jordan and Kobe over LeBron. I'm not sure he's going there. Is LeBron his rival? Sure, he wants to compete against LeBron. He probably even acknowledges that LeBron is the best player in the game. But that doesn't mean that you still don't try to compete versus him. So let's not jump on the KD hate bandwagon. Or if you're already there, I'm not sure this is one to add to your arsenal. Because the same way that we want to say KD's soft or weak for joining the Warriors I've said this before, so hear this. How does it make Steph look when he drove to K? He went to KD's crib and asked KD to be a teammate. He, Draymond, Clay, Iggy, they all asked him to join them. So how does that make them look right after losing the finals to LeBron? Something to think about. Watching the Lakers beat the Heat 108 to 105 and LeBron and D-Wade going at it one last time got me thinking about great duos. The NBA never lacks for star power or individual greatness. But what about the combining of great players and what they're able to achieve together while still getting that love for being special as an individual? No, Wade wasn't a greater player than LeBron. But there was a time when he was in his prime that you can make the case that for a short stint, maybe a three or four year run, he was his equal. No, Pippen isn't Jordan's equal, but he was great in his own right. Kareem, I have in the GOAT conversation. I actually think Kareem is the greatest when you look at his overall basketball resume. And it's not close. But he played with Magic, or should I say Magic played with Kareem. And they played off of each other. That type of greatness allowed them to go to eight finals and win five of them. The Showtime Lakers was one of my fondest memories as a kid. But 
I want to show respect to Bill Russell and Bob Cousy Celtics and what they were able to accomplish. That's another great duo. Now, I don't, I'm not considering that modern day basketball, but I'm not going to disrespect their numbers or their achievements. They're great players. They're all time players. Jordan and Pippen were able to win six titles. Two separate three-peats. What about Kobe and Shaq's three-peat Lakers? Or Duncan and Pop's five championships that they won together with the Spurs? And it really is more Duncan and Pop's. I'm not, I will not disrespect the greatness of Ginobili, Parker, or David Robinson. But there were two separate versions of the Spurs, and the, cons- the constant thing there on both teams was Duncan and Pop. Remember, the first two titles, that's Robinson and Duncan and Pop. And then became Parker, Ginobili, Duncan and Pop. And then later Kawhi Leonard, of course. Who are the best duos of all time? So my top five. And again, I'm not disrespecting some of the older generation. I acknowledge those Celtics of the 50s and 60s. I've got Jordan and Pippen. Magic and Kareem, Shaq and Kobe, LeBron and Wade, and Duncan and Pop. And when you look at what they did in those big moments, the numbers that they put up, it's crazy. And you have to remember, yes, they're duos, but they have individual greatness within that scheme. Magic won three MVPs. Kareem won six. Magic's a 12-time All-Star. Kareem was a 19-time All-Star. Magic was 10-time All-NBA. Nine-time first team. Kareem was a 15-time member of the All-NBA team. 10-time on the first team. Kareem won Rookie of the Year. Two-time scoring champ. Four-time blocks leader. Magic was a four-time assist leader. And two-time he led the league in steals. Those type of resumes are amazing. Even Shaq and Kobe, maybe one of the things that is more amazing about the Shaq and Kobe duo is or their careers overall is that both only won one MVP. And I know the argument is that they canceled each other out. I'm not sure that's the case. It, it, It really seems that if you look at their numbers and their accomplishments, that two players that great would have had more than one MVP. But look at Shaq, 15 times All-Star, eight-time All-NBA first team, two times second team, four times third team, three times he made All-NBA second team defense, two-time scoring champ. Kobe, 18-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA first team, two times on the second team and two times on the third team, nine times All-NBA first team defense, two-time All-NBA second team defense, and a two-time scoring champion. Those resumes, they're just amazing. And you you, you almost forget that they were teammates. You forget that before there was LeBron, Wade had already won a finals MVP. He was already a champion. His numbers stand out alone. His career greatness, his individual greatness is underrated. 12-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, three-time All-NBA second team, three-time All-NBA third team. LeBron, four-time MVP, 14-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team, five-time All-NBA defensive first team. 
And of course, he won rookie of the year. But here's a stat that's not really a stat. And it's probably the most amazing accomplishment, in my opinion, that LeBron has going for him when we talk about our great players, when we talk, talk, talk about our transcendent players, when we get into that Mount Rushmore or that insane and endless GOAT conversation. The greatest thing I think that LeBron has going for him, that in year 16, he's still playing at a high level. That in year 16, he's still, if not the best player in basketball, he's one of the three best players in basketball. And that's amazing in itself. No doubt the Showtime Lakers were amazing. Take nothing away from them. And it's no secret Magic is my favorite player all time. And I think Kareem's resume says GOAT. That is your GOAT. But on that Showtime Lakers, there was a reason why they were called Showtime. It was because around Magic and Kareem, there was Norm Nixon, a perennial all-star. There was Michael Cooper, one of the greatest wing defenders of all time. There was James Worthy, Hall of Famer. Jamal Wilkes, Hall of Famer. Bob McAdoo, Hall of Famer. Michael Thompson. There was Kurt Rambis. They were loaded. And it's to take nothing away from them. But when I look at them versus those Bulls team, the one, or should I say the three things that were consistent on those Bulls teams, Jordan, Pippen, and Phil Jackson. Everybody else was interchangeable. But what didn't change with those three? Six titles. Jordan himself, a six-time finals MVP, five-time regular season MVP, 14-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA first team, one-time NBA All-NBA second team, nine-time All-NBA defense, defensive player of the year, of course, rookie of the year, 10-time scoring champ, three-time steals champ, Pippen, Eight-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, two-time All-NBA second team, eight-time All-NBA first team defense, two-time All-NBA second team defense, and a two-time steals champ. What they were able to do was they could lock up your best perimeter players. Jordan and Pippen could shut you down, and then on the other end, they were so efficient offensively, they would just separate from you and a two-point game would become a 15-point game. And I'm not disrespecting role players because role players matter on all, on all title-winning teams. We all know this. What I am saying is when you look at some of the great teams of the past, many of them are star-studdered. I'm talking about the type of teams that have stars in the starting lineup and they have stars coming off the bench. Those Russell and Cousy Celtics team, almost everybody's in the Hall of Fame. Their bench was as good as the starters. <laughs> they say that Pierce and Garnett and Allen started the super team or that LeBron, Wade, and Boss started the super team. You can debate all day about that, but the truth is those early years Celtics from the 50s and 60s, they were the first super team. But I digress. And again, what Russell and Kuzi accomplished that was great. What Russell did on his own, the 11 titles, that's all-time great. And that should be acknowledged at all times. 
when I look at some of the signatures, and here's the thing about great players. They don't just have numbers. Look, numbers matter. But there are a lot of players in the NBA from the past and in the current NBA that put up monstrous numbers and they don't win anything. They don't have signature moments. With Magic, his rookie year, remember, all everybody ever talks about is what he did. Kareem was hurt. Game six of the finals. Magic, 42 points, 15 rebounds, seven assists, playing center. What gets lost in that great performance? And for that series, Magic averaged 21 points, 11 rebounds, and eight assists. He ended up being finals MVP. But had Kareem not got injured in game five, his numbers for that series, 33 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, and four blocks. The 85 finals, Kareem averaged 26-8 with four blocks and became the oldest finals MVP in NBA history at age 38. It's going to be a minute before there's another finals MVP at age 38. In the 87 finals, when Magic won finals MVP, he averaged 26 points, 8 rebounds, 13 assists, and of course, that signature moment with the junior, junior skyhook over Mikael, Bird, and Parrish. The 91 finals, the Bulls' first time out in the finals against my Lakers, Jordan averages 31 points, 6 rebounds, and 11 assists. Pippen goes for 29-6. and six. The 92 finals, Jordan goes 35 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Pippen, ever consistent, 28-7. and seven. And then, of course, the 93 finals. And I think that first three-peat Bulls, that is Jordan at his athletic prime. 41 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists for the series. Pippen goes 21 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. Signature moments, signature performances. Shaq, his first finals, or actually his first finals as a Laker. Let me apologize because they did go to the finals. With the Magic, and they get waxed by the Rockets. But with the Lakers, his first finals, he and Kobe, 38 points, 16 rebounds, two assists, and two blocks, finals MVP. Now, Kobe only averaged 15 points for that series, but he had a signature moment in game four when the Pacers had an opportunity to tie the series up. Shaq fouls out. Kobe's in overtime, and he takes over. You can look up the highlights on YouTube. To me, that was Kobe's coming out party. That was his signature moment going from sidekick to a star in his own right. The 2001 finals, Shaq, 33 points, 15 rebounds, five assists and three blocks. Kobe goes for 24, eight and six. In their last championship together versus the Nets, Shaq's the finals MVP, 36, 12 and four. Kobe goes for 26, five and seven. These are great duos. They don't just put up monstrous numbers. They give you a show. And more importantly, they won. They won. That's what matters the most to me. That's why I have Duncan and Pop on this list. I know other people say, what about Wade and LeBron? I have Wade and LeBron on the list. But, but, and, and that's a great pairing. The disappointing is, thing is this. When they went to that first finals, that was almost like a wasted finals. If LeBron has an average series, if he just plays average 
Wade would have been finals MVP. They would have won that finals. Wade was amazing in that finals. And I think that was actually his last playoff version. I should say postseason version when you saw prime Dwayne Wade. And that was kind of wasted. I really expected that Heat team. I remember when they first got together and we all saw when they were sitting there and they were doing not one, not two. And they were talking about seven and so on and so on titles winning. I, I really thought truthfully, that the three of them, along with the support of Pat Riley, they were going to win four or five titles. It wasn't like a shocking revelation that they went to four straight. The shocking thing was that they only won two, but that's still a great pairing. They're still a great duo. Hey fam, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back and responding. I appreciate that. The fact that you guys engage with me makes me keep engaging with you all. I'll be back on Friday. I'm going to be talking about some of your Facebook responses, rants and questions about the Kevin Durant situation. Maybe we'll have an update on some NBA trade news. Appreciate you. Much love. It's Decipher. Next time.